Today's episode features Robert Persaud. Tonight, I want to be very, well, somewhat brief, and I want to speak on one word, and that word is flow, F-L-O-W. From my understanding, this word was developed by a German sociologist somewhere in that part of the world. And today we find, if you for those of us who are on Facebook, you find there's a Facebook posting and people are going to church and it was church flow and this flow and that flow. But that's not the flow that I wanted to share with you. There, as I was reading and studying God's word, um, he has shown some specific areas that we need to be really in the flow, in God's flow, if I can put it that way. And we had a wonderful uh, meetings there in North Banford, wonderful meetings, and I started my message there on, I think it was Saturday night, and I didn't get it finished. See, short people speak very short. <laughs> and I, so I tried to keep it up with my height, and there wasn't enough time to complete. But I promised the people at North Banford I will continue that message in 2024 um, summer, but I don't think I needed to. I can continue right here. Is that okay with you? Praise the Lord. A message from God is always applicable. And that's the. And so if we have our Bibles, you can turn to the first. The, in the book of Psalms, a very popular, familiar portion of Scripture. And that's Psalms 133. You've been hearing a lot about unity and coming together of the body of Christ and what God is doing. And that's what we are here for. Amen. Praise the Lord. Psalm 133. In my Bible it says, A blessed unity of the people of God. The song of ascents of David. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the beard running down on the beard, upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron running down on the edge. I'm reading from the New King James Version, by the way. And it is like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded his blessing, even life forevermore. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. And I'd like to cross-reference that those two scriptures. Um, way into the, let's turn over to the New Testament now. The book of John, chapter 7. Verse 37, on the last day of the feast, of that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If any man thirst, let him come after me. 
and drink. He who believeth on me, as the scripture had said, out of his heart, Old Testament, the, um, the King James Version says, out of his belly, his innermost beings, shall flow rivers of living water. But this spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive for the Holy Spirit was yet was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Can we just pause for a moment prayer here? Heavenly Father, we thank you this evening for your word. The preciousness of your word and for the reality that we can trust in a God who says who he really is. That we can trust in you. Father, we ask that you bless your word and glorify the precious name of Jesus tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we're so happy to be here. It's a great privilege to serve the Lord. And in Psalm 133 is that famous psalm speaking of unity. Unity. Wonderful. When there is, the question is asked, what exactly is unity? To explain that in a few words, it's difficult. And all of the languages would not be able to explain unity because unity is something in the realm of the divine. It's not just ordinary, it's beyond. And I mentioned that when people get together physically, their, their union or their getting together might be somewhat superficial, might be artificial even, it could be on the surface. But when people get together, people like you and people like me, and we are united in the spirit, that's genuine. Yeah. That's the real deal. And that's what we are here for. As members of the body of Christ, we are here as we gather together, not only in person, but we're gathering together in spirit and in truth. For there it is. For there the Lord commanded his blessing. Behold, step back, just look, just think. Just see the picture just unfolding to us. Behold, how good. You ask me what is unity? I can tell you what is unity. Unity is good. And unity is precious. And unity cannot be explained by normal words. Yeah. It's an experience in the divine realm. Amen. Because how do I know that? Because God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit operates in unity. Yes. As one, three persons, one God. And way back in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26, and God said, Come, let us make man. Could you imagine? That was a big conference. Big get together. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Cannot get bigger than that. Let us make man in our likeness. 
in our image. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not ordinary. You are a dignified human being created in the likeness and image of God the Father and Son. That's who you are. So don't, first of all, do not be dumb yourself. Do not allow someone to come and tell you otherwise. That's one of our big mistakes. And so we were created by God in His, in His likeness, in His image. You know, this is a divine decision. This was in the realm of the divine. You and me, we all are made after the likeness and the image of God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The tripartite, as we would call it, if you want to analyze things. But God made us as tripartite beings. Body, spirit, and soul. Yes, amen. And that's who we are. After the likeness, after the image of God. What a creator! He made us in His likeness and image. And so, He wants us to dwell with Him. First of all, the greatest unity is unity with God. With man and God. That's the best unity. To knowing who God is, understanding what He wants for us. In the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. In, in other words, it's saying unity with God. You want to accomplish the things that you're setting before you? Seek that union with God. And sometimes I'll say what, ladies and gentlemen, the big problems of America and Canada and the world at large is because men and women have turned their backs against Almighty God. Amen. And we need to come back to that place. Amen. We need to repent and be united to our Father, united back to our Creator where we can absorb and learn from Him. And so, after God made man in His likeness, His image, that likeness, that image, it's a spiritual image. It's the spirit of man, that image. We could only communicate with God by our, by our spirit with the Holy Spirit. That's the communication link that we have. And that's the way God wants us to be in union with Him. So if we lack that union, every other union will go wrong. As I say this because spousal union are breaking up today. We live in a world where we have so many divorces and separation and fights and legal cases. And you know the rest. It's simply because that main link has been broken. And I want to encourage us all that we should come back. And many people are standing out there in the need of prayer. They wonder why things do not go the way they should go. And they wonder why things are not happening. Why brothers don't agree with brothers. And why sisters don't agree with sisters. And there are so many family feuds taking place. It's simply because that relationship with God is broken. Yeah. And there is, if that there is a breakdown there, there will uh, there will be breakdown in every other areas Amen. in the family between spouses, between parents and children. You find today we live in an ungodly and a, a, a very stubborn generation where the younger folks are doing their own thing and are totally going against uh, even the advice from their parents. 
There is a lack. Don't we see that? There is a lack. And we need to come back to that place. I say, when we try to blame and we point that finger, watch out. Because there are three fingers hitting us, pointing back to us, and one to God. And so we need to come back to that place and renew our relationship with God. Because if our relationship with God gets stronger and right, He will be able to move on our behalf. And that's what we're saying to you out there on the internet. Um, you need a relationship with God. And that's very important. And this, and let's just move away a little bit to Psalm 133. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren, for you and me to dwell together. Yes. What a pleasant picture. What a good picture. And that gives an explanation itself. There's something about God's people. When God's people get together, something begins to happen. Amen. In, and something, and that's why... The scripture says, Jesus told it quite clearly when he was upon the face of the earth. He said, this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one for one for another. Amen. A person cannot say, I love God and don't love people. It goes together. A person cannot say that I, I, I love the Lord so much but I don't love people. It does not work that way. If we love God, we will love people. Amen. For God is love. And that's the purpose of why, um, that's the general purpose why God sent His Son into the world. To die because His love. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. That everlasting is within the Godhead everlasting life he's given to us ladies and gentlemen we are not part of the temporary we are part of the permanent we have the everlasting life that goes on we've got joy we've got happiness we've got something god has done to us and he wants us to go on with him yes how good how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together and right away the psalmist here starts to look at the high priest, Aaron. He said, it is like that ointment, that oil that flowed down from the head of Aaron, down to his beard. From his beard, right down to his skirts, and right down. There is a flow. That's the flow I'm talking about. There's a flowing of the Holy Spirit. And if we allow that flowing of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we will see the hand of God. Amen. We will experience the power of God. That's what the church needs today. It's not the programs, ladies and gentlemen. It's not all the nice things, the good things. It's not all the education. Those things are very good. What we need is we come back to basics. We need a moving of the power of the Holy Spirit in the church. Amen. That's what we need. We need the church to be touched, to be electrified by the Holy Ghost and power. We need a difference even in our singing, in our preaching, in our talking, in our fellowship, everything. We need a complete overhaul. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, young people, I must commend you. And I'd like to encourage you. There's a time that people of God, we need to change our whole perspective of church. 
When we come to church, two hymns, three hymns, testimony, songs, that's good. In, in the realm of formality, that's good. But God wants to do more than that. Amen. We can come to the gather together. Once we gather together with an open mind, open spirit, open heart, the Holy Spirit comes in. He does the work. He does the work. And when He began to work, I tell you there is a big, big difference. God wants to work within us. So that anointing, the high priest was first anointed. And that anointing, that oil flows downwards. That's more than just a gravitational aspect yeah. coming down. It's deeper. It's the way how God has designed it. First of all, when we look at the head of the church, who is the head of the church? Jesus Christ. And we have an anointed head. We have one who is anointed. Because the very name of itself, Christus, means anointed one. And if the head is anointed, therefore the body should be anointed too. Amen. And that's the point that we need to come to. That we need to just yield as members. And the flow of that anointing, just flowing from the head right down to the beard. Regardless if the beard might be scruffy in those days as the high priest or whatever. And down. Notice um, there that anointing oil does not touch the flesh of the high priest because God does not anoint the flesh God anoints the spirit he touches our spirit by the Holy Spirit and the transformation and all kinds of things takes place in that realm amen, amen. am I making sense tonight amen. praise the Lord if you're in agreement say amen. amen if you can't say amen just say ouch <laughs> you know so anyway you, you know behold how good, how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And it's this wonderful picture of the high priest and this flowing. And then he didn't stop there. He takes you, the psalmist takes you away from that picture and he gives you another picture instead. It's like Mount Hermon. Mount Hermon is supposed to be the highest point in Israel. Over 3,000 meters high. And it is said that for most of the seasons, Mount Hermon is snow-capped. And the melting of that snow comes down. Notice it's coming down. It's not going up. The same gravitational pull that we talked. It's coming down and it flows. And where does all that moist and water goes into? It's between the Sea of Galilee and the Jordan River. Well, the Sea of Galilee flows down into the Jordan. And the Jordan flows down into the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea. What an example of that flow. You know, there's something about flow. There's something about flow. If I, it didn't say, if I take a drop, um, it's very small. Eventually, if a drop falls here, it will be inadequate. And it eventually dries up. Isn't that so? Yeah. But if you get zillions and zillions and zillions of drops, what it becomes? A pool, a river, a river, as in the book of uh, John says, Jesus said it. He said, out of your bellies, out of your innermost beings shall flow rivers of living water. That's the flow of the Holy Spirit. 
if that is wrong with the church, we need to come back to that place. We need to experience the flow of the Holy Spirit. Today we have too much of psychology and too much of all the ologies that I don't even know about. You know what? We need to come back to neology. Simple prayer. Believe in God. That's what we need to come back to. And so, it says, it's Mount Hermon. It, it's like the Mount Hermon. Beautiful picture. Beautiful picture. 3,000 feet up there. The sun comes up. The glistening of that. It's a beauty. I tell you what. People are admiring the people of God. Some people may think otherwise. They may tell you otherwise. But they have to admire us. Because we are representative of God Almighty. And whatever we do. How good, how pleasant it is. Brethren to dwelling together. Like that flow there. And like Mount Hormon. And he said something very, very important. There, right there, the Lord commanded his Amen. blessing. Just think about that. The Lord commanding a blessing. Yes. This is not asking or telling you, would you please? No, 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 no. Thus said the Lord, I'm commanding a blessing. Oh, a blessing. Do we need a blessing tonight? Amen. Oh yes, I know that we are here because we all need a blessing in our home, a blessing in our lives, a blessing in our brothers and our sisters and our nephews and our nieces and uncles and aunts and every single person. We need the blessings of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you what, without the blessings of the Lord, we are just going around in circles. That's what we need. What the church needs, what I need is the blessings of the Lord. The blessings of the Lord. How good, how pleasant it is. There the Lord commanded his blessings. And not only his blessing, beautiful words, life forevermore. That everlasting life. That eternal life. Like I said, we are not part of the... Um, Temporary, we are part of the permanent. And that's the realm that God has called us. I love, I love the Lord so much because just imagine, He's doing all His work and He's included us. Yes. Yes. God does not need us. But you know something? The fact is God wants us. Yes. He wants us. Yes. And He's saying to you, come, let's work together. This whole universe here. And as we gather here, just think, about where God has placed you in your family and all of the struggles that you're going through. That's why God wants you to experience a touch, that touch from heaven. Just that Jesus, he stood there in the New Testament and he said, out of your bellies, out of your innermost beings, out of your heart shall flow that flow. It has to come from us flow rivers of living water. When we meet somebody, when we meet Brother Billy Bob in the streets, and we meet some other person somewhere, our neighborhood, they must see and know there is a picture of Christ. And they must be so much convicted. Well, how is it that I don't know the Lord? And for those of us here, 
we are here not only by ourselves, we are here represented, representing a number of people, a number of homes, a number of assemblies, because people are looking for that anointing through us. Amen. May we ask the Lord to fulfill this and really minister unto us. And this, it has been said that the, coming back to a little bit of geography, you know, I love geography. I've studied the land of Israel. And what I love about it is that the Sea of Galilee is a big body of fresh water by you, mind you, where the fishes are living in. And from that Sea of Galilee, it flows downwards into the Jordan River where Jesus was, was baptized, where all kinds of things happened in Jordan, all kinds of miracles that it will take, where um, Naaman, the leprous man, he went in and Elijah told him, dip seven times in Jordan. The guy was upset. No, 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 Jordan is too muddy. Jordan is not the right thing. We've got far par and we've got a banner and beautiful beaches like we have in North Carolina. You can have a swim. But that's not the formula. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to do what God says. Amen. His formula. We have to obey God. We want the blessing. We want the, what God has in store. Simply obey. So while, while he was going back on his chariots and he was fretting and fuming and so on, the people, his advisors said, My Lord, why fret? Why bother? The man of God just asked you to go and dip seven times in Jordan. Why are you making this big fuss? And that, that's so much of us and the carnal nature. We want to do this our own way. Well, it's not our way. It's God's way. Amen. And so when they finally convinced him, you know what? He decided to go into Jordan and he began to dip. One, two, three, four, five, six. And didn't see anything. But the seventh time he came up, he was a brand new man. His skin was brand new in the Jordan. And even up to then, the Jordan River was okay, flowing through there. And there are lots of miracles I can touch on tonight. It's quite an interesting Bible study. But beyond Jordan, it, it flows, that flows goes into a place called the Dead Sea. And the Dead Sea is the lowest part on earth. The lowest part on earth. And because in the Dead Sea, there are no living things, no fishes. Because it's filled, it's so salty, considered the salt sea. But those of us who have been there and we just taste that thing, uh, it's not worth you know. And so that's, the, that's how the geography lay out. But the flow that God wants us is ever living. Fresh water flowing and going and ministering to people. That's what the Lord wants. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. That's what Jesus was saying. That's what he meant. And so this will flow in different shapes and form and so on. And that will fulfill our ministry, our gifts and calling of God. Just think about Peter. Think about John. Those two guys were probably uneducated fishermen just knowing the Jerusalem fish market where they would be selling their produce or catch of the day and they would be going there to know that of course Peter he had problems with his 
you know, speaking things that are morally good and so on. He, um, we would say he fl flew off the handle and so on. And, and so, but there came a time when the, and the Lord told him to go and wait for the Holy Spirit. Wait for the flowing of the Spirit yeah. and enter in. And they were there in the book of Acts chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all gathered together in one place. Hallelujah! Glory to God! And then came the wind of the Holy Spirit. That came and as a mighty rushing wind and came and just hit them over. It's no longer you, it's me. I'm taking control here. That's what we need as a church. We need to give place to God. We need a moving. We need a different perspective. We need a different outlook. And this is what God is willing to do if we would give Him the, and the place. I don't know what He's doing, but we have to be sensitive to the moving of the Spirit. And that's what is happening. In 1948, he did a remarkable thing. But we cannot live back there in 48. This is right. 2023. Hallelujah. Greater things ahead. Let's move on. Let's go in the flow. The flow is moving on. It's bringing up intensity. It's growing greater and greater. More people now are saved than any time in the world. More people that are healed now than any time in the world. I have seen that and I've known how God is working. It just leaves you so astounded, wondering well, what is going on. God is in control. Amen. That's the whole thing. And so we are going to close shortly. But I just wanted you out there in who are listening for the first time, maybe, and those who here do not know Jesus Christ the Savior. I would like to just present to you what I call the ABC of salvation. It's simple. It's simple. And many of you probably say, I wish if I could have the communion. I wish if I could be part of this assembly. It's being part of Christ that is important. The ABC is simply acknowledge, believe, and confess. Yes. And you could be ushered into the kingdom of God. You can be ushered in or flow into the kingdom of God. Um, acknowledge in Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says, um, If we confess for, sorry, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's the first thing. We must uh, acknowledge that. We're all sinners and we need a savior. If we acknowledge that, the next thing is um, Acts chapter 16 verse 31. That's acknowledged. The second one is believe. And that very word is used here. Acts 16, 31, when Paul was with, with the Philippian jailer and he was going to kill himself, Paul said, don't do this, for we're right here. We're not going anywhere. Church, we're not going anywhere. And he said, believe. That's the second word. That's the B. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. I want to challenge you here tonight uh, that it's time that we think and let God lead us uh, to talk to somebody about Jesus Christ. Our friends, our neighbors and so on. And you don't have to be preachy about it. You can just be, um, you can uh, witness for the Lord and simply by doing a good favor or talking to someone, they'll see Christ in you. So acknowledge, A, believe, B, 
and see. What see? Confess. Confess. Oh, you know this stuff. <laughs> Confess. And in in First John chapter one, verse seven, one John one seven. If we confess our sins, what will happen? He is faithful and just to forgive us from all our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we confess, but if we don't confess, how can we be forgiven? We have to make the first step and ask God to forgive us. And based on those three grounds, you can know Jesus Christ as Savior. I'm speaking this Thanks for your patience here. I'm speaking this mainly to those in the outer, outer world and streaming and, um, and the internet. So you could accept Jesus Christ. There's no more excuse for you. You can meet with a brother from the church, an elder or deacon and so on, talk about your salvation. And if you need help and guidance, you could get that too. But anyway, that's the way God's people then God's people get together, I would say, come in, join the flow, be part of us. Yeah. One of the good things about um, a flow of water through a conduit is those drops loses its identity. It's no longer a drop. It's part of a flow. Hallelujah. That's who we are as a church. It's not no more about individualism or individuality here it's Christ in us or working in us as a flow an unstoppable force because God is within us the church of Jesus Christ will bounce back stronger the church will come back and really and, and that the world may know the world may know and this is going to happen and let's just keep being faithful to him and look unto him. Amen? Amen. For there the Lord commanded his blessings, even life forevermore. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.